what we're going to be talking about tonight is uh, life to the full. And um, it's funny because the song, that was a great song that you selected, Phil. And um, just uh, some of the words in there is it kind of resonates with what I had prepared for tonight, you know, talking about the soul and finding strength in God. And it was really cool. And then also just the classes that um, the teacher ministry is doing on strength in God goes along also with what I want to share tonight. And uh, just to start off, I would just like to ask you guys to put in the chat, what's something you love to do? What is it that something that has that, that God has put on your heart that you enjoy doing? And if you can just put that in the chat, that would be awesome. Just want to get some input feedback about that. would be great. Study the Bible with others. Spend time with friends, serving, helping, sharing, creating, working with hope, videos. Awesome. Serving others. Amen. Encouraging others. Amen. Volunteering, teaching, praying with others. Amen. Awesome. Teaching, teaching God's word. Awesome. Amen. This is all great. Amen. Thanks. And I just want to encourage you if if you're not if you don't have a true clarity on what it is that God has put in your heart or something that you really love to do, that's okay. You know, and I want to encourage you to pray. Ask God to to, to just give you clarity so that you can use what it is that He's put in your heart and you can love doing it and uh, just really be able to uh, be used that, to use that and give it away. Um, you know, when you're doing this particular thing that you love doing, how do you feel? And you can just put some words up in the chat on that. How do you feel when you're doing this particular thing that you love, when you're teaching, when you're praying with others, when you're serving, what, what's some feelings that come? Happiness, joy, hope, fulfillment, awesome. Unity, encouragement, amen. It's good. One with God, amen. Awesome. Amen. Yeah, it's, it brings this fulfillment, right? You feel like, wow, you feel great. You feel like, wow. I am excited, you know, and um, when we get engaged in that, it's like we're, we're all in. It's like 100%, we're locked and loaded and we're focused and we're in, you know, and one of the things I want to talk about tonight is loving the Lord our God with all our heart and with all our mind and with all our strength. And um I should have put that up there instead of asked you guys, but that's the question. <laughs> so we, we did that slide already. Amen. So the greatest commandment in Mark 12, 28 to 31, it says, and we know the scripture says, but 
if it is by the spirit of God that I, oh, I'm sorry, I'm on the wrong thing here. One minute, Kimmy, forgive me. Mark 12, 28. Okay, here we go. It says, one of the teachers of the law came and heard them debating, noticing that Jesus had given them a good answer. He answered them, of all the commandments, which is the most important? The most important one, answered Jesus, is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. You know, and this is a, a, a famous passage that we've read many times, we've heard many times, but I want to look at each one of them in detail. And, you know, and the most important one it says in the Bible is love the Lord with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, right? The second is love your neighbor as yourself. Why is Jesus saying there's no commandment greater than these? I believe is because if we don't practice the first commandment, we're not going to be able to put into practice the second commandment. Or if we try to do the second commandment, it's going to be kind of, you know, just force of doing something because we're supposed to or we're being told to. It's not going to come from an overflow of the heart of something that we're excited about doing and just like naturally doing. So I want to look at the greatest command, the most important commands, and I want to break down this, these different areas in four areas, you know, and just want to share, you know, one of my dreams for um, the church here in New York is, and this is, this is what's on my heart, um, is for there to be a healthy, spiritual, and emotionally mature church in New York and New Jersey, in the whole New York City church. That's, that's my heart. That is, that is what I have a passion for and I'm really just wanting to and praying about and, and wanting to do everything I can in any way that God can use me you know and as we strive to to love God and live a life of love we will succeed we will succeed emotionally we will succeed spiritually we will succeed mentally and physically so it's four areas I want to you know, I want to talk about that we just saw here the heart, right? The heart, the mind, the soul, and strength. So love the Lord with all your heart. And here's a picture of the heart. I didn't want to get too engrossed in, uh, in this, but picture of the heart. And the question I want to ask us is like, how is our heart? How's our heart? You know, in fellowship, a lot of times we talk about how we're doing and Something that I'm trying to get in the habit of doing is asking people, how's your heart? Because it really, that's something I do. And it's something I think it, it helps to reflect on really how I'm doing and not just kind of think about, oh yeah, I'm okay. Like how's my heart is, is a deep question, you know? And uh, it, it just really makes us think about, okay, what's going on here?
you know, and God calls us to love him with all our heart, right? So when you think about something that you love with all your heart in relationships, in marriages, you know, um, you're going to see if you're not loving with all your heart. It's going to be obvious in the person in, in the marriage or in that relationship is going to, you know, feel that, feel that is not a love of a heart that's 100%, right? And it's going to be kind of called out. So how can we know if we're loving the Lord with all our heart? You know, it's, it's a lot of passages in the Bible that helps us with this. I think about the parable of the sower. Talks about, you know, the heart and the soils. And, you know, is where I think sometimes I know I can be all the different ones in that passage, you know. And I think about, you know, the, the, the thorns and the weeds and the worries of life, you know, and it's so easy to get caught up in the busyness of life. And even today for me was crazy. I felt like I had, two, I had like two or three days packed into one. Um, it's myself and one other manager here at the warehouse. This warehouse is going to be closing in a week and a half, completely down on the 28th, um, which is really Tuesday, but we may go till next Friday. Um, so it was myself and one other manager that was here today. Um, all the rest are on uh, vacation or sick days. And I already had my part in that a few weeks ago. I did my vacation, but um, he left and today was his last day. And so there were people visiting that I had to walk around the warehouse and show them things. And, um, and then uh, the director was uh, texting me, asking about different things. We had a going away party for him. Um, and then uh, I left my notes here at work and I had to go all the way back home and come back to work. So like, these are different things that can just be thorns and, and, and uh, weeds, you know? And I had to pray through all these different things because it's, you know, it could just, it could have been something that just took me out and off track of what it is that I believe God wanted me to do. So the thing I wanna encourage us with is really fighting fighting through those weeds and fighting through those thorns, but really bringing God into it so that we can, you know, have the, the, the heart that God wants us to have. And we're not, you know, um, drifting or we're not giving into um, sin or, or the busyness or worry, you know, um, Harry is a distorted heart looking for something. I don't know if you guys ever heard that, but from a book that I was reading, this, that was quoted. It said that hurry is a distorted heart looking for something. And that made me think like, man, you know what? I need to slow down when I see myself hurrying because it just, it's taken, is affecting my heart and taking me away from God instead of bringing me closer to God. And, you know, God wants a heart. God really wants a heart. And, you know, I think about this. It's another story that I heard um, about, I don't know if you guys ever heard this before, the acid test. And um, goal, pure goal, if you want to see if it's really gold, if you put some nitrite acid on it, and if it bubbles up 
or fizzles is not real gold, you know? And that's the way you can tell if it's real or fake. And for us as Christians, we have an acid test too, you know? And what it is, 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 is the worries of life, is the challenges that we get that come at us. And we're gonna be tested too. So from that testing, there's gonna be a response, you know? And if we're allowing God to lead us in the spirit and being connected with the spirit, the response is not gonna be harsh. It's not gonna be rash. It's not gonna be emotional. It's gonna be righteous. It's gonna be godly. And I can tell you, I'm not perfect. I believe none of us are. Um, so it's, you know, many times where I have to, I have to regroup. I was like, wow, what did I just do? I blew it there, you know? Um, and just really being able to take ownership of something that I may have reacted in a wrong way. But the true reaction that God wants from us is a righteous reaction um, that is not an emotional reaction. And, um, you know, as many other passages, I think about the heart. Jeremiah 17, 9 talks about how the heart is deceitful. Um, you know, and I talked about the, par the parable of the sower with his Matthew 13, uh, 18. So we have to guard our heart and we have to make sure that our heart is being, um, that we're fighting for that, that good soil and really striving to, to pull out the weeds and the thorns so that we can constantly have that heart that is soft, teachable and ready to be used by God so that we can give him our whole heart. The second one talks about loving the Lord with all our mind, right? So. How do we love the Lord with all our mind? And how are we doing with loving the Lord with all our mind? I think about just in our mind, how we can love the Lord with all our mind. We have to have a clear conscience. So it's nothing that's, you know, on our mind or, or, or burdening in us or like having a clear mind that, that's at peace because it's, it's complicated to really be able to pray to God, if our minds are not clear, it's just, it's, it can be distracting. Um, and we can just be kind of like all over the place. You know, one of the things that I learned when I did my um, trauma training was um, really being determined to not be silenced. Um, in my past and growing up, it was a lot of times I would just feel like, you know what, like if it was conflict or if something was going on, just for like, forget it. I don't feel like talking about it. And um, one of the things I learned was that that was not good because these things were built up. They built up in my heart. They built up in my mind and just really affected me and made me feel like I didn't have any value in some things, you know, and God doesn't want that. So the thing that I learned was that I need to not be silent. Like if it's something on my mind, that's on my mind, that's on my heart, that's really, you know, affecting me, then I need to figure out and pray about how I'm, how I'm going to talk about it. And I think it's really, really important for us to be able to do that um, so that we can have a clear conscience, so that we can have a clear mind that, that's at peace. Um, you know, so self-reflection. Um, just reflecting and connecting with God, you know, and um, 
even just going and spending time in nature, you know, having a nature walk and connecting and just really seeing God's creation to, to just really be able to be at peace and clear our mind is so, so important um, for us to do. Whatever it is that brings you peace, whatever it is that brings you calmness and if it be meditation, maybe, you know, um, you know, this, this is so critical and important. Um, one of the other quotes from this book that I read said that the mind is the portal to the soul. The mind is the portal to the soul. So kind of what's coming, whatever, like is coming into our mind can go and affect our soul. So it's so important really to, to really make sure our mind is good and that we're, you know, our conscience is clear and that we're, you know, not allowing things to kind of just, you know, uh, make us be all over the place. We're really fighting to talk about that stuff if we need to, so we're clear-minded. Uh, the next point is loving the Lord with all your soul, you know? So how is your soul? I think that's an awesome question. Just asking like, how is my soul doing today? And that song that we sing, it is well with my soul, you know? I just think like, wow, is it well with my soul? Like, is it, am I good? Or is it something I need to work on or deal with, you know? You know, God, God wants us to love him with all our soul. But if it's something there, it's going to limit us from being able to do that. So I want to encourage us, you know, to just make sure that we're, you know, dealing with whatever it is that we need to deal with um, in our soul. I don't know if you guys saw the movie, the Disney movie that came out a few years ago, Soul. Um, that was a, a great movie. Um, and it was pretty cool just showing this guy's life and how he was in, you know, just the, um, the rat race of, uh, you know, being a musician and working and hustling and, and uh, just, you know, his determination to want to make it big. And, uh, you know, something happened. God, you know, said, hey, it's, it's time for you to go, buddy. And uh, so he was, the movie, he's in between, uh, heaven and earth and looking and, try, and he keeps trying to go back to earth, trying to go back because he felt like he didn't finish and he wants to finish his work. But eventually he figures it out and learns what it is that God's trying to teach him that is more to life than being what it is, this musician that he was running after the rat race. Like he needs to really value his life and his soul. Um, that, was, that was an awesome movie. You know, and in Psalm 19, 119, I'm sorry, Psalm 119, verse 28. Let me read that here. Psalm 119, verse 28, it says, My soul is weary with sorrow. Strengthen me according to your word. You know, and, and God, God wants to strengthen us. He definitely wants to encourage our soul. He wants to fill us up, um, you know, and uh, when our soul takes a hit, God wants to heal and renew it. And that's the kind of God we have. We have an awesome God that 
that just really loves us, cares for us, and wants to help meet our needs. And um, this really cool quote that I heard that was at, it was at a sad occasion. It was uh, my cousin's uh, funeral, um, but the minister had mentioned this. I was like, wow, this is really deep, but so true. And what he said was, it's okay to cry because tears are the thing that cleans your soul. It's okay to cry because tears are the thing that cleans your soul. He said, it's like a washing machine. It just, it's like the, the dirty clothes is like, it's coming out clean. And I'm like, I'm like wow, that's really a, a great um, analogy, you know, just, and, and it's okay to cry. You know, the tears it is, it's, it's relief too. You know, it's relief from anxiety and all the things we have built up inside is it's, it's freeing. So, but even more so it cleanses our soul, which is awesome. And the last point here uh, for love the Lord with all our strength. So how's, how's our body? You know, we can think about this like in a, in a physical sense, like, you know, our, our body is the temple and God calls us to take care of it. Uh, we need to listen to our body, you know, um, when there's different things that may be related to um, anxiety, um, mental um, health issues that we may. So we have to listen to our body and we have to take care of our body too. Super important, you know, and as we do that, we can love the Lord with all our strength, but we got to make sure we're doing that so that we can give him our best. And, um, you know, and uh, just, uh, you know, sin is unhealthy and it makes us sick, you know, in, in, in every way, in every area of our body. Um, and we have to listen again to our body. We have to listen to God and really just invite him in, like in Revelations where it says here, you know, I'm Jesus, I'm at the door and I'm knocking and I want to come in and be with you, you know, and just we have to invite Jesus and God into our challenges, into those difficulties, knowing that he, he wants to help us. He wants to, but we have to invite him in and let him. So it's really encourage us with that. And just Jesus guides us to be healthy in every area of our life. He guides us to be healthy from all the things we mentioned in our heart, in our mind, in our body, in our soul. And um, it's just a, a great, you know, um, another passage, Matthew 11. Matthew 11, this is another passage we're all familiar with. Matthew 11, verse 28 to 30 says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So Jesus is saying, hey, give me your burdens. Give me your trouble. I could take it, and then I'll give you a light burden. 
and my yoke. He said, you know, my yoke is, 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 is easy. But the thing is about the yoke, I'm sorry, the yoke is light, right? But what is a yoke for? A yoke is for, for oxen, it's for animals, it's, it's for them working the land, right? So Jesus is saying the yoke he's going to give us is light, but he's not going to take the yoke away. He's not going to rescue us from our challenges and difficulties, but he wants to teach us, teach us how to be able to become like Jesus in them and how to learn from them. So, you know, and the Bible, you know, shares that, you know, in this life, we're going to have trouble. We're always going to have trouble because we're in the world. But that yoke is light that Jesus wants to give us. We don't have to carry a heavy, heavy yoke or burden because he wants to help us to carry that. And um, so Jesus gave us his all. And we should do the same. We should. We should do the same. We should give them our all. You know, um, I just think about how, you know, Jesus came to inspire us. Jesus came to show us. He came to teach us. He came to show us the way. Um, he's a true friend. He has great faith, hope, and love in each and every one of us. He sympathizes with our uh, weaknesses. He knows our fears, our struggles, temptations, challenges. And he still has vision for each and every one of us. He died for us. He celebrates our dreams, our strengths, successes, and accomplishments. Jesus gave his all. And he has a vision for us. So we should likewise give our all to him our heart, our mind, our soul, our strength. And I just want to encourage us. This is something I try to do. I try to self-evaluate myself like every week or every day, just um, like how am I doing with loving God with all my heart, with all my mind, with all my soul, and with all my strength. And there's always something new to learn. There's always something new to change and adjust. And, and and, and this is something that, you know, God um, really calls us to, you know, closing, I think about this song. There's an old song. I don't know if any of you guys heard it. Um, it's an old gospel song and it's called 99 and a half won't do. I don't know if anybody ever heard it. <laughs> you can look it up. It's like super old. It's like from the fifties or sixties, <laughs> but is 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 classic is really cool and i remember my one of my aunts used to sing this song and uh and and i just used to be convicted like wow this <laughs> god is for real he wants 100 percent and 99 and a half won't do i'm like wow amen so i just want to close with that um god wants 100 99 and a half won't do so thank you guys appreciate it